We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Twenty minutes a day. 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. What is up, Green Bay Packers fans? Welcome back to another edition of the Pack a Day Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's over. He's gone. It's done. Let it be written. Let it be done. It is finished. I am your host, Jacob Morley. I'm joined today by my co-host, Ross Uglum. Find us both on Twitter or wherever or, or whatever. I, I, I'm bumbling over it because, Ross, a momentous – momentous? Is that a word? Nope. No, it is not. Aaron Rodgers got traded today is what I'm trying to say. And months, years is what it seemed like that this was coming. And it kind of just happened. Right, like all of a sudden, like boom, there, there the details were on a Monday afternoon around three o'clock. He was traded. A lot of people talking about how it was going to go right up to the draft, like Thursday, maybe even Friday. Um, obviously, that did not happen. I'm sure both sides uh, were happy to not let it get to uh, to, to that. Um, but Ross, what were your just immediate reactions? 
because the way it was reported, it wasn't reported like, hey, the deal is done. It's like, hey, the deal is done. Here is here is the deal. When you saw that, and if you've been living under a rock, I suppose you don't know this yet, but the but the Packers, in return for Aaron Rodgers, they swapped 13 and 15. They got 42 this year, and they have the Jets' second-round pick next year, which escalates into a first-round pick if he plays 65% of snaps. And, folks, if he does not play 65% of snaps in New York next year, something bad happened. Like something went wrong, and that's going to be a top 40 pick anyway. So, Ross, what were what were your initial thoughts, your initial reaction when you saw the compensation? Uh, that, that Green Bay won the trade, <laughs> you know, and um, – I think that's a you know like a biased lens, right? Obviously, um, but it's hard to argue. You dump an erroneous contract. Uh, you know, I believe that. And did you see like that's something that we don't have the details on yet, Ross? But something else that's supposed to be coming with this is Rogers reworking his contract to make it more palatable for the Packers to move on from him. And I'm assuming for the Jets to take him on. But either way, that's a huge win for Green Bay as well. Yes. And, um, ooh, well, for this time, it'll be spraining news. Tony Pauline from Pro Football Network, the move from 15 to 13 for Green Bay is in the hopes that it will be easier to secure JSN. Hmm. Alleged. Talk Alleged. To Talk Alleged. to me, Tony. Talk to Alleged. me. Yeah. Oh, man, I would – I would. Uh, my soul would leave my body. Two years in a row going and getting a, a receiver that I've been pounding the table for for months, I would ascend. Yeah. I would ascend out of my yeah. basement into the sky. I mean, it would just be incredible. So uh, we, we, we'll see. Like, if it weren't for the likelihood that I would be fired and divorced, I might come see you in Kansas City this weekend. Hey, we, we roll in the dice or what? Fired and divorced. Fired and divorced. <laughs> Hey, that's all right. You're, you'll land on your feet. I, I always do. Uh, but yeah, so that's actually – that was the tough that you're talking to me about comps. So I was running from – and people will see this on social media. On the NDSU side, I just had, you know, future Packer Cody Mauk in the studio. Uh, and, and we did a fantastic – like, Cody's the best. Like, Co- Cody and I – Cody literally jumped on our, our preview pod for the NDSU side, like previewing – how they'll, you know, their players will do in the draft. And he just hung out for 70 minutes. And we just like did the show with Cody as a guest host, which was sure something. Um, But I was running out to my house to let my dog out and grab two things that I needed to bring back to my quote unquote new real job. And I'm in the house waiting for my dog to come back in. And I get, I don't know how this happened. I think it must have had something to do with connection to the Bluetooth in my car, disconnection for the Bluetooth in my car. And I get uh, like Twitter push notification to my watch that says Rogers is going to wear number eight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But what? And then all of a sudden my wrist just starts going. And and so I'm scrambling and, and you know, trying not to tweet and drive. That's against the law. Uh, trying to get back to practice, uh, you know, for my team, um, it, it, it's a mess. It's been a mess. It's going to be a mess. But I, I think, like I said, 
for them to get a two, a guarantee, two guaranteed twos with a pick swap and, you know, a virtual guarantee. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a virtual. I mean, it is pretty darn certain. What does Rodgers have to play 11 games and, and Green Bay will get next year's force first for the Jets? Going to be really unlikely that they don't. You know what I mean? Um, all of that to basically you listen to guys like Andy, love Andy, but you listen to guys like Andy and Ken Ingles, and it's like the Packers should have to attach picks to this Rodgers contract. Right? I mean, no. that was the talk from the from the number crunchers. No. <laughs> that was the response. No, that's not and I and I and again I think Andy, I love Andy. I think Ken is really smart, but no, <laughs> no. Like I think Goody said it best. He's a premium player. They need to get a premium return. That was that was their stance, and that is what they were going to. That was the hill they were going to die on. And guess what? They didn't die on the hill. Goody's standing on the top, planting his flag in it right now. <laughs> because not only did they not have to attach picks, not only did the Jets try to force their hand to make them do that, Goody just. Stood his ground, didn't blink. And for all the people, for all the punters that have talked about Goody not being very good at his job, like they have to just be punching air right now because there's really no way you can phrase this outside of like the compensation for the fact of the matter that one, yes, his contract is stinky, very stinky. And two, he publicly said he was not going to be playing in Green Bay next year. For them to get what they got out of him is remarkable. And the Packers knew that the Jets were desperate. The the Jets told us they were desperate by the way they went and attacked their offseason. Essentially, you know, the wish list, quote unquote, that reportedly or not reportedly was out there, uh, that they went and basically fulfilled. They did that with the hopes of bringing in Aaron Rodgers. There was no way in hell they were going into this season without him on their team. And the Packers called that bluff. They said, you want to lowball us for a four or whatever the Jets fans were thinking that they were going to get him for. Like, it's just not – it was not going to happen. It was never going to happen. And th- did they want pick 13 outright? Probably. That's probably where it started. But they got a haul for this guy. Would have it been more last year? Because that's what's what it is now. You know, you always pivot. When when you're just going to want to try to hate on a guy just to hate him because you don't think he's good at his job, with Goot now it's, well, if he really was that smart, he would have traded him last year. Yeah, if, yeah he, if, he had a, if he had a crystal ball, I'm sure he would have. But yeah, who, in the, who in the hell is going to trade the two-time back-to-back MVP? That would have been yeah. nuts. You know, like that just – that's fine to go back and look at it that way and say, like, yeah, he should have. Like, And you're right, he should have, but there's just no way. So the fact that they still were able to squeeze this much blood out of a stone is is amazing. And I said it on Twitter, man, like halfway through this season when Rodgers is playing bad, he looks like a shell of him for his former self. You know, Bakhtiari's hurt. He's not hardly playing. You know, all this stuff, These their two biggest contracts right there are not really giving you the return. And you're kind of hamstrung by these contracts. That was a bleak time for the Packers. It really was because you you look and say, like, what do they do? How do they get out of this hole? 
they're they're stuck to Rodgers, they're stuck to Bakhtiari, and they still have Bakhtiari, and they're and and they're going to keep him this year. But I think they're probably will move on from that contract next year. The biggest contract that they moved on from was Aaron Rodgers, and he just was not going to be the MVP in Green Bay anymore. Say what you want, that was gone. That ship had sailed. So. If he goes and does that in New York, that's all fine and dandy. But the fact of the matter was, man, it was bleak in Green Bay to look at the future of this team and say, what do they do? You know, they're, they're, they don't have like an absurd amount of draft capital. They're going to get a, a decent picnic this year, all of that, yada, yada. Now you look at this team, and regardless of what you think of, of Jordan Love, regardless, regardless of you think what you think of the other young players on the roster, just the fact that they have been able to move on from that contract and have a quarterback that they love in Jordan Love with now a younger roster with future assets in the draft coming in. I mean, they are all I mean, they're gonna have two first round picks next year, right? Like that's just that's gonna happen. They're gonna have at least or at least three top sixty picks would be a very reasonable thing to say at this point you go from things being so bleak in November to now you look at this team it's like there is there is light at the end of this tunnel there is the path they have carved out a path to being a competitive football team once again now will that come to will that come to fruition we don't know yet but at least there is hope Ross I'm sorry for cutting you off yeah so I'll tell you what's crazy let's say Let's say that Green Bay, let's say that that Jets pick stays a second round pick and it stays in the same area. According to my kind of rough calculations, and I don't know this what what trade value chart the draft tech uses. I'm looking at the basic one. Draft Tech is Jimmy Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, Johnson, which which okay. is the one people use. That's probably the best. So one. using the Jimmy Johnson model, the Packers got basically exactly the number of points out of this deal as the 15th pick. So they got the 15th pick basically for Rodgers. I know that doesn't make sense, but I mean, that is the equivalent of what they got. If, if this pick conveys as a second rounder, if it conveys as a first rounder, you can add about another roughly 300 points to that, meaning that they basically got either the 10th or the ninth pick in value for Rodgers. That is tremendous for a player that cost $60 million that you weren't going to have anymore, period. And I'm not talking about, you know, in like I, – I'm including the fact that they also gave up pick 15 because all that I'm adding is the 100 trade points that you get from going 1050 to 1150. That's all that I'm adding. But pick 42 is worth 480 points. Uh, the Packers, you know, only lose 14 or 15 points on that fifth and sixth round swap because things that late just aren't that valuable. And then I'm talking about next year, you know, that two being in the same realm because if Rodgers doesn't play 65 percent of the snaps, it's going to be a pick in the 40s, if not, if not higher, if not in the if not in the mid 30s. And if he does play 65 percent of the snaps, you know, then I'm going off like pick 23, pick 24 pick whatever, wherever, you know, the Jets, and it could be better. Rodgers could play, folks, Rodgers could play all the snaps. Buffalo could be good. Miami could be good. And the Jets just end up not being that good. 
here's here's the other thing too. Like with the Jets, we've all been led to you know, and the Jets are talented. Like they are a very talented team. Most of the talent's on the defensive side of the ball. You look yes. at that Jets offense yes. right now, offensive line, Stink. Packers with a spade with spades in spades. Yeah. The Packers have such a better offensive line than the Jets do right now. Rodgers does not do well under pressure. That is something that has been apparent the last few years. We've tracked that stuff at Packer Report. He's been one of the worst quarterbacks under pressure. Um, Just is a shell of himself with pressure in his face. If the Jets don't figure out that offensive line, that could be an issue for that offense. The wide receiver group, Alan Lazard is their wide receiver too. Alan Alan Lazard was the wide receiver too in Green Bay last year. How'd that work out? Garrett Wilson is a really good football player. Absolutely. And I think he's going to get better in year two. Sure. I don't know. But you look at these two. But like, yeah, but exactly. What is, is the gap that big? I mean, tight end. I don't even know who the, I don't even know who the Jets tight end is. It was Jeremy Rucker. So he, so they're better there too. And then the running backs, you know, call it a wash just because I think Brees Hall is really good. I would probably say the Packers have better running backs, but I wouldn't want to be accused of being biased. Right, so they just call it a wash. There, yeah, definitely have better running backs. I think the most valuable back on either roster is probably Brees Hall, who's coming off a major injury. Yeah, so I mean, there is a, there is a path to the Jets not being very good next year, especially in the AFC. Right, I mean that. So we'll see. It, it'll be. It'll also be fascinating. I mean, for we're, we all kind of assume the Packers are not going to be a Super Bowl contender next year. If they are, great. All right, that's awesome. Everything went right. But probably not. And for a team that's probably not a Super Bowl contending team, I don't know what more you could ask for from an entertainment value of what this team is going to be next year. Now, could they come out there and just stink out loud and be a top five pick next year? Like, yeah, that's on the table. Could they be a playoff team next year? Yeah, that's on the table too. We've talked about their range of outcomes next season being just so vast. But the fact of the matter is you get to root for two teams first round picks next year, right? Like you get to root for the Jets to stink essentially. You get to if the Packers stink, you at least have a high pick and then you start packing those things together more. And, and then but but what's really exciting about that is there are two quarterbacks next year's draft class that are very very good. And I know it's a lot can happen between now and then, and it usually does. But if Jordan Love is not him, then they have a chance to go get him, you know. And no one, and I think Jordan Love is him. So that's another scenario too. And, I, and it's just, it's just so, it's just so much fun. It's so much fun. It makes it makes this deal uh, just, just really, you know, moving on and moving on from a guy like Aaron Rodgers, like. I don't want it to sound like we're tap dancing on his grave either, Ross, but he was done in Green Bay. Like I, I loved Aaron Rodgers and what he did for the Packers. You cannot take away, you know, the Super Bowl that he won, the MVPs that he won in Green Bay and what he did for this franchise, but the ship had sailed. So all that was left was the compensation. And in terms of compensation, the Packers won. The Packers yes. won. Um yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Here's a tweet I want to get get after. Uh, Frank Schwab from Yahoo. Matt LaFleur currently 30-1 to 1 to win Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year is all about narrative. Packers win the NFC North going from Rodgers to Love. A lot of flowers are going to get tossed at LaFleur. This is not a gambling podcast, but I'd be all about 30-1 to 1 on MLF. But I'm honestly excited because I think Jordan will listen to him. And I have, I think I'm starting to be one of the highest guys on Matt LaFleur as an, as a motivator. And I think he's a terrible hire. <laughs> I, I don't think he's very good at those nice. parts. Good CEO. But as a play caller, as a motivator, as somebody that he can get the guys to play for him. And more importantly, in, in this sense, I am excited to see his offense. And even if Jordan Love is Kirk Cousins' level of competent, I think you could see a boost for the Packers just in that Jordan Love will run the stuff that LaFleur wants to run that I believe is good stuff. Like the YOLO crap from Rodgers is gone because he's gone. And – I don't know that necessarily like Rodgers. It's going to be a different kind of YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, get ready to not, you know, uh, get, get ready to have more than six quarterback related turnovers in a season, folks, because it, it might be coming. Um, but you know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like he, yep. he's not going <laughs> to, he's not going to check out of six consecutive Aaron Jones runs. And then after the game say, man, we really should have got Jonesy involved. Like that's not yeah. going to happen uh, with, with the, the new uh, setup. I, I think, yes, Jordan Love should and, and will have autonomy. I mean, he's been in the system for three years. He understands, I would hope what 
Matt wants. Um, and, and we'll certainly have the ability to change plays at the line, but the, I am the captain now BS is probably gone. And, and I do think that that is a net positive. I don't know that Rogers to love is going to be a net positive. I think 2022, what we saw from Rogers in 2022 to love could be more of a positive, but what I'm excited to see is, is Matt LaFleur any good? I think we're fixing to find out. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, too, when it's like you go from back-to-back MVP Aaron Rodgers, 13-win Green Bay Packers, to Aaron Rodgers playing average to below-average football and then being an 8-9 to win team, whatever it was. Like, what is the in-between? What is the in-between there? Is it just like 11 wins? Because that would be if you if you sit here right now and say, hey, Next year, with Jordan Love as the the quarterback for the Packers, they're going to win 11 games. I think you take that all day, and you'd be excited about that. That's a playoff team, and and then where you go from there, you know, that's all the narratives, the stuff that we can't answer, the things that will get answered eventually. Um, but it, it it is fascinating, and I do want to I want to shift a little bit. I, I mean, we don't need to dunk on the Jets fans that much, but why not? But <laughs> I didn't even know these people existed. I didn't, I didn't even know these people existed. I didn't know they had fans. I thought I knew I they had the guy in the fireman hat. The fireman. G, the yeah, fireman Rick or whatever his <laughs> name is. And I thought they had that guy. And he got the people going. He got them going. He's the guy that got everyone going. And without him, I just thought they sat there and did nothing. Like that's how I assumed games are wherever they play. And where where do they play? They play in New Jersey, right? See, Ross doesn't yes. know either. Yes. Uh, but, I, but in any case, life is, I think, dude, the the blood feud that that boiled over quickly between Packers fans and Jets fans was fascinating, and I have not heard one thing from the Jets fans ever since about three o'clock today, which is fascinating. You know, butt fumble um, um, under, golly, butt fumble underscore sixty nine has not tweeted at me once today, and that is that is wild. And I can't imagine they're feeling very good about this trade. Unless, here is the thing, though. Unless they go out and win a Super Bowl. And wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? If Aaron Rodgers goes out, and I will say, Ross, and I think you agree with me on this, there are not many players in the NFL more dangerous than a pissed-off Aaron Rodgers. And Rodgers is petty. He is going to be full-on petty next year uh, playing for the Jets. So we'll see. I still think he's got some juice left in the tank, and I think he's going to be a good player for them. And I think they will be a good team. But he's also about to be 40. And we did see some signs of decline last year from him. Could it be the ribs? Could it be the thumb? Maybe. Or maybe he's just getting old. I don't know. Like, that's another question that's going to get answered this off this season. And I, for one, cannot wait to watch it unfold. But moving on from that, I mean, that's just the trade in itself. Russ, I don't know if you know this, but it's draft week. This thing's happening. This thing's happening on Thursday. And the Packers now have three top 50 picks starting at 13. Yeah. And we already mentioned it. We already mentioned it. JSN is a guy that. Where there's smoke, there's usually fire. The two guys that we've heard a lot about this week are one, JSN, and Michael Mayer, right? There's been a lot of smoke about Michael Mayer for the Packers as well. I don't think they take him at 13. I didn't think they would take him at 15. 
I really think this team is going to sit there and they're going to wait till pick 13 and they're going to say, is JSN on the board? Check yes, take him. Check no, who wants to move up? And I think they move back. And a team that I have, uh, that I think could potentially be interested, there's a few teams in that top, you know, top early 20s. And people always talk about like, well, who would want to move up? Who would want to move up on this in a year's draft like this where there's not a bunch of top end talent? The answer is usually someone. Usually someone is going to want to come up and get their guy. Um, I could very much see the Packers trading, like let's say with like the Chargers are sitting there at 21. And maybe the Chargers like someone like Zay Flowers uh, in an offense that likes to throw a lot of check downs and does not attack the field vertically. Guess what? Zay does both of those things. So it would make sense for them to like him. Could they want him potentially move up to 13? Well, there, I think they have like 54, pick 54 in the second round. Pick 54 plus 21 is almost exactly pick 13. So Which move back. I, that's what I was going to say. They, the Green Bay now has an, an extra, you know. Points. Uh, right. They have an extra end of the third yeah. worth of value in any kind of a trade-up situation where when we were – theorizing this theoretical deal because I think that's the mayor deal, right? You, you trade down yep. and you take mayor at 21. Okay. Yep. Well, is green Bay going to have to send back some BS to get pick 54 from the chargers at 15? Yeah, probably at 13. No, <laughs> they could yep. just take 21 and 54 from the chargers and move on, and and then it's crazy because then it's 21, 42, 45, and 54. That's a lot of guys. Well, and then the other part of that mayor deal that I think we've speculated about is, say, a guy like Jalen Hyatt who, you know, for better or worse, I like him. Yep. I know the Packers like him. Yep. Let's say let's say he's sitting there at 28, 29 with the the Bengals or the Saints pick. 45 and 54, maybe less, maybe what it would be 45 and 78 maybe could get you up into that range where and I'm not looking at the it might actually be 45 and 54 to get up there uh 2 seconds to move all the way up there to get uh in range for Hyatt. It, and maybe I mean, actually let me pull this up real quick. Um but in any case, like we do know that the Packers have some interest in moving back up for a guy like Hyatt. And Mayer and Hyatt, when you talk about pairings, I mean, man, that's that's a pairing that you you got you get the guy that's gonna work the middle of the field, and then you just go add uh, another kid that can just blow the top off a of defense to to pair with Christian Watson. I mean, when you are basically putting your nuts on the table for Jordan Love and saying, hey, this guy has to be good. It does not make sense for the Packers to leave day one and day two without multiple pass catchers. Um, So here, so yeah, the Chargers have picked 54. That's worth 360. And so if the Packers wanted to move up to like, let's say 28 with Cincinnati or 29 with New Orleans, that's about 650. So pick 54 plus pick 78, 
This is great. Yeah, so it would be like 54 and 78 to move up to pick 28 or 29. And then you'd still you'd still have picks 42 and 45. So that's four top 50 picks that they could potentially leave this year's draft class with. So you could take, you know, you take Mayer when you trade back. Trade up, take Hyatt. You could get you could get Cody Mock and your uh your edge, you know, your edge rusher of your choice in this, in this year's draft. I mean, and I would, you, you would not see me. You would not see me for a week. You know, like that would be immaculate. And I think that's, that's the thing. And, and, but then the other thing too, Ross, that we already talked about, and I think you said it on this very podcast, if JSN is the pick at 13, I don't care what happens in the rest of the draft, you know, like, and it is kind of that way where it's like, man, they take the they take the Ohio State wide receiver at thirteen, whatever. Do whatever you want for the rest of the next two days because I am happy with the draft. Um, but there's so much draft capital to play with, and uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. What were you What were you just screaming about, Ross? Uh, Will McDonald. I, I screamed Willie. Oh yeah, sure. Take him. Yeah, if you leave the first two rounds with. Mayor Hyatt, Mock, Cody, and, and Will McDonald or Felix, sure. Sign me up for that. You know that's that's a very reasonable draft. Probably not the sizzle that JSN would provide, but that's okay. That would be okay. Um, so, man, it's it's fun. I think we do have to prepare ourselves though for the Packers being the Packers and being like. We're going to take an offensive tackle and an interior defensive lineman, and you're going to like it, um, which which could happen. But, Ross, any any closing statements from you? Um, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I once again was correct. Yeah. <laughs> I regret to inform many that I was not wrong. <laughs> no. No, you were uh, not. The Packers got a haul. Hopefully, hopefully, I mean, we'll see how it we'll see how it pay we'll see how it plays out. You know, that's that's the fun part of all this. But um, the next time you'll hear from us, we will be talking about whoever they take in the first round. Will it be one guy? Will it be two guys? We shall see. It's going to be fun. Um, love draft. Love draft week. It's it is upon us. We are here. We made it. Everyone take care of themselves. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. And until then, go Pack Go. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.